Kaylin's Coffee Talk is a CastBox original produced alongside with Studio 71. CastBox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android where you can find all of your favorite podcasts. You can always brew up your favorite cup and listen to Coffee Talks wherever you listen to your podcasts, but I hope you give CastBox a try because it's pretty cool. And with that, brew yourself a cup and let's get to today's episode. I am a witch, by which I mean that I am somebody who believes that the earth is sacred and that women and women's bodies are an expression of that sacred being. Lisa Lister. What's up and welcome back to another Coffee Talk podcast episode. For today, I figured considering we are sticking with the whole October being kind of like spookier themed podcast episodes where we talk about, I know, we've done aliens, we've done ghosts, and now we're about to do witches. It's funny because one of the higher requests that I've been getting lately is to talk more about like tarot and kind of more like my spirituality and witchy things. And so I thought it would be fun to kind of compile it all together, do a little bit of research and I don't know, just sit down and hang out with you guys and talk all things witches today. So that's exactly what we're going to do. So there's going to be a couple bases that we're going to cover in today's episode. But starting off, I decided to go ahead and do some actual research because I, first of all, want to say that I don't want to like offend anybody with this podcast episode. I know that there's people out there that actually really do like practice Wicca and they consider themselves to be a witch. And so for that reason, I hope that this comes as no offense to anybody at all because I have mad respect for that. I think that's really cool. I feel like to each their own. And I feel like even though I wouldn't call myself a witch, I feel like I do a lot of witchy things. So just know that all of this comes from such a good place, it comes from lots of love for the witch community. Being a witch is a term that once actually would have kind of left you either buried alive or hunted after. There was an actual movement known as the Hammer of Witches where millions of women that were labeled witches and heretics were left to be just tortured and hanged and buried alive on these crazy witch hunts. And Basically, if you were known to be practicing anything a bit more spiritual, you know, anything that was centered mainly around like earthly elements or connecting to nature, connecting to the seasons and the moon and feminine energy, like that is all pretty much what encompasses being a witch. And anyone back in those times that was found to be doing that, like any type of spiritual practice, any kind of herbal practicing or using like natural health remedies, or even just if you were a woman that was just super confident in her sexuality in that time or if you were someone that owned any kind of like power or property, then you were just labeled a witch and you would be hunted after and killed. And it's crazy, but it was actually like a big, big part of our human history. And I feel like that might be why today we're actually seeing a lot more people get back into it and get more curious about becoming a witch and witchcraft and such in a way that if you can take it with like a light sense of you know, just curiosity and not go from that crazy outdated mindset that just basically connecting to the earth and connecting to elements and, you know, trying to manifest things through whatever it is, like maybe it's casting a spell, maybe, you know, you brew something up in your cauldron and then suddenly just you meet the man of your dreams. Like nobody can really say if it works or if it doesn't. I'm sure there's people that feel very connected to the elements. I myself feel super connected to the elements. I even have a tattoo of like a fire water sign. So it's something that even I'm just super curious about. Again, I don't think I could go as far as keeping a straight face while I called myself a witch, 
But I do understand why it's becoming a movement again. And I do understand why people or women are getting back into it because I feel like it's just like a confidence thing and feminine and just owning that and getting into like energies and crystals and just kind of becoming super tuned into, I guess, feminine energy. And so I think that that's why you're seeing or we're seeing a lot more people get into witchcraft and be more curious about this stuff. And honestly, it's kind of why I got super curious about it. There's even icons like Lana Del Rey, who has been said or known to do some witchier kind of things. She tried to like cast a spell or something like that. And then Lord can like she calls her crew of friends her coven, which is honestly when I found that out, I was like, God damn, why have I not been doing that? I feel like I need to start calling my friends my coven. Like even just Larissa, you know, like I feel like we're a coven in the sense that we do witchy stuff all the time. Like she likes tarot too. So every time we do like tarot readings or anything like that, or it just like it always ends up being one of those weird things where it's like it's such a powerful like messaging or whatever it is that we're like, damn, we're witches. And I think we're seeing people turn back to these things like crystals and tarot and elements and even just like spell castings because it's got such a deep spiritual connection behind it all. And it brings power to just being a female. And then that also puts power into action and manifestation, which leaves us with this kind of like romantic idea that there could be such thing as magic. So am I a witch? I feel like, uh, like I said, it's one of those things that I just don't think I could call myself a witch because one, I haven't done enough research on it. Two, I think there's actually like a full protocol to actually becoming a said quote unquote witch. Um, I found that out when I was doing a bunch of my research too. So again, with the not wanting to like disrespect anybody, I wouldn't call myself a witch for that reason because people that do call themselves or, you know, go by the term witch (laughs) would probably kind of be slighted if I did that without actually going through the proper routine. But no, so I'm not a witch, but I do really like everything that witches stand for. Like I really like tarot. I've dabbled with the crystals, but I really like elements, not so much a spellcaster, but I'm into like that spiritual kind of stuff that does connect to Mother Earth and also just, you know, feminine energy like we were talking about before. I found a list of signs that might make you a witch or signs that you could be a witch and I'll read them out to you guys if you guys want to find out if you think you're a witch and at the same time I'm gonna basically go through and see if even without the fact that I call myself one if I would be labeled one based on this criteria. So the first one is that you dislike crowds And that usually means like the energy of all the people that swirl and kind of just like are around you, give you a headache or it makes you feel kind of grumpy or you just feel like you're sucking up all their energy. So this is something that does happen to me, but it doesn't happen to me like all the time. Like I actually don't mind being in crowds, but there are times that I find that feeling where, you know, when you're just like surrounded by a massive amount of people and suddenly it just makes you really anxious. Like, I don't know if that would be because I'm a witch or just because sometimes I get anxiety, but I do feel like the energy kind of like hangover of just suddenly needing to like get away from big crowds, but only sometimes. It hasn't happened in quite some time actually. But second one, you have always been able to rely on your intuition. So whenever you needed to make a snap judgment, your intuition basically kicks in and guides you. If you've ever been unsure about somebody's motives and you kind of just like guessed it right away from the beginning, or if you've ever like anguished over a decision and in the end you went with your gut and then it ended up being spot on. So those things I feel like when I'm really into the meditation points of my life, like when I'm really sitting down and taking that time to meditate every day, I would say, yes, I do heavily rely on my intuition. But lately, I feel like I haven't been able to meditate as much. And when I'm not meditating as much, I feel like my intuition is just more kind of like chain reaction. And for that reason, 
I don't know if I would just trust my gut instinct every single time. Death and what happens after we die has always fascinated you. I don't think death really fascinates me, but what happens after we die definitely fascinates me. It says that you would often feel as though people who have passed away haven't really gone anywhere at all. Okay. Yes, I've talked about that with you guys before. I feel my papa around all the time. Like his energy is everywhere. And it's one of those things that it's not even just like I feel it. I sense it in things like when there's a lot of sunlight or just certain shifts, just even temperature in the room or something. I don't know why, but instantly my brain just thinks of my papa. That's like the first thing I think of. It's not like I'm jumping there. It's honestly just one of those things that I'm very curious about it because I don't know what happens after we die, but I like to believe that something could happen with our energy or something could happen with our spirits. And there's just been so many times I've felt him so near, or I don't know if it's just maybe my brain wanting to think that I feel him so near, but I definitely feel like even though death doesn't solely intrigue me, the whole after we die and like believing in ghosts, like those are things I'm definitely into. You're a sponge for knowledge. You love to read and discover new things constantly. You love to be awed by the simplicity and complexities of the universe. Okay. I'm slowly becoming that I really do think like, I feel like I could be a witch, guys. You feel energy, literally, whatever it is in your hands flowing through you or swirling around you, you know it's a real thing. Just because we can't see it doesn't mean it's not there. Wow. Okay, this list is actually messing me up. I didn't fully read through it until right now, so I'm actually getting these right as you are. You can identify the energy of any place you visit. You can read the emotions as if you've been impressed by the building in the past. Sometimes you just have to leave it if it becomes too overwhelming, and other times you feel like it can exert a calming influence. Occasionally, it seems as though you've visited the place before, even if you aren't sure if you have. So I don't know how much I feel towards that one. Like, There's been places I've gone to where I feel like the energy of the room definitely like pulls me or moves me in some way, but I feel like that just stems more so from we as humans, you know, when you see something beautiful or you see something that you know has been a big part of history, I think that we can just sense that in ourselves kind of thing. So I don't know if it would be necessarily that I would consider when I feel that way to be picking up off energy of places I visit. But I definitely feel like there's times where you've gone places or I've gone places anyway, and I've like been moved or pulled or been just felt energy. But I don't know. That one's hard. That one's a little bit in the gray area. You've always been attracted to the dark arts, perhaps tarot, astrology, spell work, or healing. (laughs) Oh my gosh, guys. I didn't even know that tarot and astrology were considered dark arts, but I love both of those things. Um, You believe that there is so much about us and the world that we just don't understand, but the more you learn about witchcraft, the more you want to learn. So the thing is, is that I read a book called Witch by the girl whose quote I put at the beginning of this podcast, Lisa Lister. And when I read that book, I thought it was super, super interesting, but it wasn't something where I was like, yes, I totally resonate with all of this and I'm going to be a witch now. So that's why I'm like, okay, even though I do like astrology and I do like tarot, I don't know. I don't know. Let's keep reading. Nature feels natural to you. When you are in nature, like walking in a garden, the woods, or in the park, you feel like you are just exactly where you belong. Nature restores your very being through the connection to grass, trees, oceans, and rocks. So yeah, but again, I feel like that's just a human thing. When you can slow down your life and kind of actually become presently aware of nature, I think we all need that. I don't think that that's just like, I don't know. I feel like that's more of a human thing, but In terms of classifying on this list, so far, I'm pretty witchy. Okay, so there's also apparently physical signs or characteristics of being a witch that, you know, might indicate whether or not you yourself are witchy. So let's go through those ones. I mean, obviously, there's not like a simple way to just look at a person and determine (laughs) 
Like, yes, you're a witch. You're not. You are. You aren't. But there are apparently some like golden rules that are in like the more witchy criteria. The first one being that you love to wear black. Apparently witches cannot get enough of just like all black clothes, like kind of that more gothic style, which I feel like is such a fun style to play around with in the fall time. You prefer silver to gold. Apparently witches like silver because it is the color of the moon, and silver is soft and gleamy, whereas gold is brash and loud. You're always collecting things like unusual pebbles, shells, strange twisted sticks, bird feathers, bones, coins, scraps of fabric or paper, old stuff, just anything. You're drawn to animals, and they're also drawn to you. You have a natural rapport with these creatures, and not only domestic animals, but wild ones too. You accumulate objects that reveal your witchiness. The books on your bookshelf, the contents of your cupboards, the animals that surround you, and the other random objects that you tend to just start collecting kind of start to hint at your inner truth. Oh my god, that one actually kind of trips me out, because like I said, I'm reading this list in like true time with you guys, and I'm just like going through the books that are on my bookshelves and the stuff that is in my cupboards are like tarot and crystals. Bentley is such a little witchy dog. Like he would go so well on a broom. Like, oh, could you imagine? This is kind of cool. I feel like I kind of want to dip a little bit more into this research. I feel like if there's like a light witch phase, like I don't know how heavily I could ever get into it, but I feel like I kind of want to get into this more. This is so interesting. If you guys answered yes to like anything on those lists too, let me know. Like tell me a rough estimate on percentage from like one to a hundred. What percentage were you thinking or saying yes to all of the possible signs of being a witch? And I'm not the person to say who could be a witch and who couldn't, but I feel like if it's like more than... 70% of those are a yes, then say whether or not you're like witchy or if you feel like you answered yes to less than 70, not witchy. Leave a comment because I'm super curious. So while we're on the topic of all things feminine, I actually got the sickest bra recently. It's from this place called Third Love, and the quality, first of all, is amazing, but the comfort of it is ugh. So when you go on Third Love, they have this Fit Finder quiz that actually helps you discover your breast size shape and the style that's going to fit your body best. They just added 24 new sizes with a total of 70 sizes. And because Third Love knows that there's a perfect bra out there for everybody, they're offering all the Coffee Talk listeners 15% off their first order. The thing I like most about it is that it's probably just one of the most comfortable bras that you'll ever own. Every now and then it's good to just have like a comfortable bra that you can just like throw on, put your big baggy sweater or just like a baggy t-shirt over it and just feel comfortable. It's like you barely even feel like it's there. So go to thirdlove.com talk and take the quiz to find your own perfect fitting bra and you'll get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com talk for 15% off today. Another super feminine thing? shoes. Booty season has officially arrived, guys, leaving us with another grand golden opportunity to rock the styles and set the trends that we've always dreamed of. You can live up to your style and do exactly that with a JustFab.com membership. When you sign on to JustFab for the very first time, you take this really cool style quiz where they ask you, like, you know, what what style of dress do you like better? What style of shoe out of these options would you choose? And from there, they establish your shoe style and they give you recommendations based on particularly what you would like. You can shop as a guest or you can just become a JustFab VIP. VIP save up to 30% off on all retail purchases and gain access to ton more exclusive perks. Becoming the VIP is by far the funner way to shop. So it's time to step up your boot game. If you go to justfab.com slash talk now and sign up as a VIP, you'll get your first style for as low as $10. That's justfab.com slash talk. To try out your first style for as little as 10 bucks. That's justfab.com slash talk. 
Okay, so I decided to look up some more clues that might mean that we're witches because I feel like we need to dive into this topic more and discover whether or not we are witchy. And I found more. The next one is that you're observant. You take notice. You are always using your senses. You hear, you see, smell, taste, and touch. You can't even pass by an interesting tree without touching it. You can't ignore an herb garden without getting your hands right in there with your nose following close behind. You hear birds and insects, and you acknowledge their existence and are grateful for their presence on this planet. That's a, I feel like, again, that's like a meditation one, though. Like, is that being witchy or is that just being conscious of how amazing nature is? Ooh, okay. You respect boundaries. You know instinctively when a person needs a hug or when they'd rather just not to have anyone close. You know when to shut up and when to offer advice. Okay, I feel like I try for that one, but definitely not me. You're attracted to quirky, interesting, unusual people. You are bored by many, but when introduced to someone who doesn't seem to conform, you make an instant connection. It's funny because I would say that like teenage me would definitely answer no to this. I had a type in high school for sure, but after high school, I definitely started getting into more like quirky, interesting people. Like if you were to line up the last few guys that I've ever like either just had a fling with or like was talking to, hanging out with, or for like an extended period of time, or my ex-boyfriends, they're all like very different individual people with different physical appearances, different hobbies, different interests, different passions. And so that's like a super interesting thing that I've never truly noticed until this moment. You can keep a secret forever if necessary. Okay, sometimes. My thing is I can keep a secret if it's my close-knit people that I'm like, they are my core people and they ask me or tell me in confidence 100% yes. But when it comes to like surprise parties or like things like that, when I have a good gift that I'm like so excited to give somebody or to surprise somebody with whatever, like it was so hard this summer for me to keep my sister's engagement a secret because I knew I was the only one that knew and I just wanted to tell everybody because I was so happy. Like if it's something I'm super happy about, I'm not good at keeping secrets. But if it's something that I'm told in confidence, then yes, I'm good at keeping secrets. Storms and lashing rain excite you. You'd love to get out there and be a part of it. And the visible force of nature gives you a rush. Whoa, 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 guys. How atmospheric has the whole like storm thing become on my channel this year? Like even my logo has become a cloud with a lightning bolt. Like this is kind of freaking me out. The moon seems to be important in a spiritual way, but you're not quite sure why. Sometimes her beauty takes your breath away. You always notice the full moon and your heart lifts when you see the crescent moon peeking through the scudding clouds. I feel like I need to just like take off my headphones and go for a walk right now because this is shaking me. (laughs) Even when I got my moon tattoo this year, I remember being like, I don't like I read a book called Moonology and I became super into the phases of the moon and I don't know why. Like I just love the moon. Like I love when the moon looks so cool. Even last night, it was such a cool crescent and it was so big, like it was bigger than usual. And I just stared at it. I was out taking Bentley to go to the bathroom and I was just staring at the moon. I was freezing cold, but I would not move. I just stared at it. I love the moon. It's such a, I guess that is a kind of witchier thing, but I don't know what it is about the moon, but I feel like it's such a powerful force. Oh my God, guys. I'm so witchy. Wow. You feel connected to the elements being fire, water, earth, and air. Like I'm I'm laughing as I'm reading these because of just how prevalent all of these things have been this year. Like I did a whole blog post back in the summer on balancing yourself using the elements of fire, water, earth, and air. Whoa, you're reading this and you made a connection. You know that this is you. Even if the things don't apply, you just feel it. You are a witch. 
That is the final thing on the list. I need to take a break for a second. Okay. So, refilled my water, but oh my god. That kind of shook me because I found these cool lists of clues and chips and tricks that whether or not you're a witch, pretty much. And I just like threw them into here knowing that we could talk about all of them. We could dive into all of them. And then as I'm reading it, I'm reading it with you guys. And then the last point literally says you're reading this and you've made a connection right after we've literally just been making full on connections. Like, okay, I feel like I've been saying like a lot. I feel like I've been just tripping out a lot in the last five minutes but this has been a really cool episode in the sense that I feel like I'm discovering how witchy I really am in lifetime with you guys so here's the thing though like you need tons of training and actual research to become an established witch or before apparently you can like cast your first spell and that's where I feel like I draw my line I don't know if I would ever get into like casting spells and stuff but I mean that said I also found a website that says anytime that we make any kind of like gratitude lists or we write out things that we want to manifest or we make these like dream boards and write in your journal like your intentions or the things that you have faith in or the things you have power in apparently that in a way is like casting a spell so when I originally read the term casting spells I was picturing like you know abra freaking codabra or like (laughs) harry potter stuff or like having like a cauldron and like literally casting spells and I know that that is technically a huge part of being a witch but in terms of like the light version of being a witch with the gratitude lists and the dream boards I definitely could see how that is also in a way like casting a spell because if you were to just call that magic and it is I I think that vision boards and stuff work because you are not only putting a vision and you're connecting yourself to that vision but you're also setting an intention with it and I think that that helps create like magic or an open pathway for your life for it to come easier to you if you're willing to work at it. And so I never really made the connection of that being something witchy, but I do get the magic behind it. So I could see how that in a way could also be considering casting spells. So the other thing about witches too is apparently you can like pick up on the energy of people around you. And that's also something that always kind of trips me out only because I'm a water sign. So being a Pisces... (laughs) oh my God, I'm so into witchy stuff. But being a Pisces, I always just, as basic as it is, connect with the fact that Pisces are meant to be super just like sensitive. And I feel like my thermometer for energy whenever I'm out and around people and in new environments especially is very, very sensitive. Like it's very, to the tiniest degree, I kind of sense or pick up on it. Or maybe sometimes I second guess myself and that's where my anxiety kind of tends to peek through in life is I'll kind of question myself and question whether I'm picking up on it. But I do actually feel like energy is one of those things that if you tune into the energy around you, you can really read everything going on in a way that is very eye-opening, I guess. Everything is always kind of talking to us, whether it's through body language or even just the tiniest facial expression can tell you exactly how stressed out somebody is. Like these cues and these little things we pick up on solely because we're human, not because we're witchy, solely just because we are actually human, we do pick up on these things. So I feel like if you can tune it and if you can fine-tune that ability, then in a way, I could see how that would make you witchy. You know what I mean? Like you can actually read energy and pick up on it. And that's why I feel like there are people like have gone to like psychics and things before and gotten tarot readings done. And I feel like those are people who are such genuine humans. Like those are people that I've walked away feeling 
so calm after like Jane at the rock store here in Toronto. I've met her twice and both times I walk away from meeting her just feeling so calm and so understood. And I feel like in a way, if you can read energy and you can read people and you can find a way to validate people's energy and not only that, but make them feel comfortable in their own energy or almost even shift their energy and calm them, then I think that that is just being highly intuitive. But also, I guess, kind of witchy is what we're getting at this whole, I guess, podcast episode, because all of this is basically taking that kind of power and turning it into being a witch, right? Or I, I could be totally wrong, but I just feel like it's it's one of those things that we as women, too, if you are a female listening to this, we're naturally meant to bear children and be mothers. And so I feel like in general, women are more finely attuned to emotions and to energy and to our surroundings and stuff. So in a way, I feel like I'm fighting this in between of being logical about this whole witch thing and then being a little bit more romantic and like fun and, and thinking a little bit more why not and spiritual about it in a way because I feel like there's two sides to that. It's not so black and white. I feel like the whole witch thing is a very gray area for me now. The funny thing is, is I'm like sitting here debating whether or not I'm a witch when there's actual criteria that you do have to have to actually label yourself a witch, like being in a coven per se. And technically I don't have a coven yet, though I feel like I really could round one up. Even just Megan, my friend Megan, also in Toronto, loves tarot. She's super witchy, actually, in the best way possible. Like I say that as the highest compliment because she picks up on really cool energy and she's been doing tarot for a super long time. So I could whip up a coven and Bentley could be like our coven mascot. We should have a Coe's Crew coven. The thing is, is I really like tarot and crystals and like elements. Those things are avenues that I opened up to this year and they're avenues that I find very fun. And it's something that I don't think you can explain or rationalize to the logic brain. And I respect that. I know that there's so many people that like to look at life a little bit more logically and like to see that these things are just kind of like silly or frou-frou. And I totally respect that. But I also feel like there can be some fun with it if you take it with like a light heart. So whether or not you, by the end of this, think you're a witch, let me know. Or if you can at least say that you appreciate the whole witchiness thing, then leave a comment because I'm curious to know. I feel like my perspective of this whole witchcraft and being a witch thing has completely changed from the start of this episode to the end. Like at the beginning, I was like, oh, casting spells and having a cauldron. But now I'm like, you know what? I feel like when it boils down to it, if we can just like strip away, you know, the biased judgments that we just we formulate in our brains from what society has told us a witch is, I think it really does just boil down to just feminine power and just being one with Mother Nature, being one with yourself. And not only that, just kind of fine tuning yourself to energy and using it to your advantage. So that's what I'm taking away from all of this. That said, though, I found a quiz that will let you know whether or not you're a witch. So before we dip out, I feel like we should do it. So the first question is, have you ever tried a spell before? So if we're talking in the sense of casting like a magic spell, then no. But if we're talking in the sense of like writing down, I am going to make this happen and then like writing a list or making dream boards, then yes, I have. So I feel like I want to answer this in the sense of one or two with my mind because that's like an option. There's never – I've considered it, but it's never something I've gone through with. One or two in my mind or yes, I have several books on the subject and I've tried a few spells. So I'm going to say one or two with my mind in a way that I feel like I've like meditated in and tried to manifest things, right? So question number two is do people ever comment that you seem to have – 
a magnetic quality. All the time, I don't even try. From time to time when I'm trying hard, on occasion, but they are usually the opposite sex or no, never, I wish. Um, I feel like questions like this are always so hard to answer. I feel like when I'm in a really good mood, I can sense a magnetic quality, but when I'm kind of in more of my introspective or introverted moods, I guess, where, you know, you're like out and about, but you don't necessarily want to be, you're just kind of like waiting to go home, then no. So I'm going to say from time to time when I'm trying hard. (laughs) Are you afraid of the concept of witchcraft? Not particularly, but I'm no expert. I consider myself a bit of an expert. I'm interested and willing to learn and a little bit, but it makes me nervous and I know nothing about it. I'm going to say I'm interested and willing to learn because that's how I feel after all the things we've learned today. Are you a scryer? Scryer? So I looked up what a scryer is and I hope I'm saying that word right. It's someone who can foretell the future using a crystal ball or other reflective object or surface. So no, I'm going to say definitely not. I tried to gaze into the future, but it wasn't working as an option. That is the one I'm picking for sure. Number five, do you own any semi-precious jewelry that feels like it gives you power and strength? Not really. I'm not much of a jewelry person. So I'm going to say, ooh, yes, I have a few gemstones. Okay, yeah, I do have a few gemstones actually. So that would be my answer. When you hear the word witch, what do you think? Someone with powers that I don't have? Me? someone wearing black, or someone I look up to who's in touch with another world. Honestly, when I think of the world witch, I'm not going to lie, I do think of me and like Larissa because we joke about it all the time. So, yep. Seven, what is a familiar, someone with whom you are acquainted, a Christian English superstition with an animal-shaped spirit? It doesn't have anything to do with witchcraft, really. A cat or I'm not sure. I'm not sure. So (laughs) that's what I will choose. Do you believe in the threefold law? Kind of. I need to know more about it. No way. Gross. Absolutely. Because it's the way I think of myself and other people. I would if I knew what it was. I have no idea what that is. So no. Okay. So the results say you've been known to think a lot about mysticism, magic, exploration, and astrology, and your deep concentration is similar to a practicing witch. Oh, that's actually bang on. (laughs) So it's saying like, no, you're not a witch, but you've been known to think a lot about witchy stuff. And you have like a deep sense of concentration that is similar to a practicing witch. That is probably one of the best results. Like I was foreseeing like a yes or no answer to this quiz. I was not expecting it to be so bang on. If you guys want to do the witch quiz, I will tweet it out. So check out the link on my Twitter if you guys want to do the quiz yourself and let me know what you guys get as an answer. Aside from that, I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast episode. This one was super interesting to talk about because it was one that I've been wanting to kind of dabble with for a while, but I wasn't really sure where to start. So sitting down and doing the research and kind of going through the list with you guys was really cool solely because I feel like I have a whole new perspective on witches now. So hopefully you guys felt super festive and October-y in this rainy day weather chatting all things witches. And aside from that, I will talk to all of you guys next Monday. Bye guys. (laughs) 